Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 529 and session number 165 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. I'm going to do it here again today. And uh, yeah, I'm excited because uh, we're already in the middle of June. Can you imagine like the middle of June? Like we're getting nice weather. We're able to hang outside more. I don't know about you guys, but I generally get in a better mood uh, when the sun's out and when we're able to do a little swimming in the pool, take some more walks, all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, where I am right now in South Carolina, the weather isn't that bad even in the winter, but this stuff here is awesome. But I know how fast the summer will go. So guys, enjoy the summer that's just about here upon us. Now, with that all being said, there is a very special day that's going to be coming for us all that are selling on Amazon uh, primarily, and that is Prime Day. And right now, and I'm, I'm going to throw the date out there, but again, that date has been known to change in the past. Uh, so I just want to just throw it out there. It may change, but I'm pretty sure if they're posting it, then it should be. Uh, but I'm going to say it's going to be July 10th. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm hearing. All right. But let's just say around that time, we need to be prepared for that. So we're going to talk about that today and really what that looks like and what we're doing and what I think that you should be doing or anyone that is you know, wanting to take advantage of this. All right. Now, the other thing we're going to be talking about is Chinese sellers. It's been a big topic, a hot topic, and a lot of sellers are, are scared by this. And you know what? You probably should be a little bit. And we're going to talk about that. And then adding uh, sellers' accounts, different sellers' accounts, and business names. How do we deal with all that? I'm going to talk about that right there. Now, before we do jump into that stuff, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk about. Number one, if you have a question that you want to ask here on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. All right, theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. You can do that. Now, here's what I want you to do. If you have any advanced marketing questions at all, not just Amazon, I want you to submit those questions too. And what I'm talking more about here is digital marketing. What does that mean? Well, we have traffic, outside traffic, paid and organic. We have list building. We have offers, we have content, we could have video marketing, all of that stuff, social media, different channels, funnels, all that stuff. If you have questions about that, please submit those as well, all right? Theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. As you guys know, I am really focusing on building brands and helping you build brands so we don't have to necessarily worry too, too much about the Chinese sellers as much, all right? We'll talk about that a little bit more. All right. So that's what I want you to do. The other thing is the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash five two nine. All right. So you can go grab all the notes over there. All right. So let's talk about what's kind of been going on in my mind a little bit lately. There's a lot of stuff and I don't know about you guys, but if you are an entrepreneur, your mind usually doesn't stop. And there's really not a lot <laughs> that we're going to do to, uh, to handle that. We can try, we can, you know, try different exercises or keep ourselves busy with something else, but your mind is still cranking away. It's still thinking. It's always wanting to create something new because it's fun, right? Like when you're, when you're first thinking about starting something, you get all excited and then it lasts for a little bit and then it kind of fizzles, right? Because it's not new anymore, right? But we need to stick to the plan. 
All right. And I want to go back to what my good friend Pat Flynn has taught me. And he said it for years now is just in time learning. So if there's something that is a shiny object, it could be the new messenger bot or whatever, right? It could be the new thing. If it's not something you should be working on right now, do not work on that thing right now. Slide it to the side. Okay. As tempting as it is and as fun as it'll be, because it's something new that we have to figure out because you know, between you and I, we love figuring out things, even though we don't like to admit it. We're like, no, we want everything to go great. No, we really want to figure things out. We want to have challenges. We want to be able to grow as a person. All right. So, uh, yeah, just stay the course and understand that, you know, no matter what we're doing here or what we're trying to do to stay focused, we're always going to be distracted. It's just the way that it's going to be. And it's even easier to get distracted because we have all this social media and, you know, everyone kind of throwing stuff at us right? And it's normal. We're going to have that stuff. I mean, you probably should set some designated times to look at your social media. That would be one step, um, something I'm working on. And I only look at social media for a certain time, maybe, right? And that will help us stay, you know, less distracted. All right. But that wasn't really even the message that I wanted to share with you guys today. So let me just share one other one. And this is something because it does go into what we're going to talk about for prepping for Prime Day in 2018 or any Prime Day for that matter or any big day, any big holiday, whatever. We still have to kind of look at the same principles. Prime Day has been known to be really, really big, though. It's kind of like Black Friday in, uh, you know, in the summer. And they do that because they know that the summer months are generally going to be less traffic. All right. Now, if you don't know that, you know it now. In the summer, depending on what you're selling, unless you're selling beach, uh, you know, accessories, um, is probably going to be your slowest month um, or months. Okay, so just understand that a lot of people are vacationing; they're not, you know, they're not uh, really on the computer as much, even though they have their phones. But Prime Day is a way to boost that, so that's really cool. But here's the thing: a lot of people don't plan and they don't think of these big days. These big days don't necessarily have to be our big revenue like play. It's not like we're like banking on these. I don't want to ever bank on a certain holiday or a certain day, but we can take advantage of that. All right. So the message that I want to share with you is we need to plant seeds today so we can harvest them tomorrow. All right. Now I didn't make that up. I don't think I uh, just kind of came it came off my my head here, or came out of my thoughts, but I've heard it somewhere before, something like that. I don't know if it's exactly that thing. So if someone did come up with that, I wish I could give them credit. But I just remember hearing that, like the plant or the the seeds that we plant today, we can then harvest them tomorrow. Right? That's what we're doing. We're plant the seeds today so we can harvest them tomorrow. A perfect example of this is we started the new brand before fourth quarter in 2017. We did a lot of work up to that point, six months worth of work, and then boom, we had a six-figure month in December, in only December. That's not even fourth quarter. That's not even the entire fourth quarter. So we planted the seeds all the way back in April so we could capitalize and have everything in place for fourth quarter, right? So we planted the seeds and then we harvest, right? That's what we have to, we have to think about it that way. It's not like going in uh, your convenience store and buying a scratch off, scratching it off and hoping you win. Like that's not planting seeds, right? So everything that we do, we're planting seeds. We're, we're creating assets. We're creating things in our business that can then pay us tomorrow, not necessarily today. And if we get that straight in our head, you know, we're not going to be expecting things right out of the gate, okay? So just remember that. You might even want to write that one down. Plant seeds today for your harvest tomorrow, okay? Something like that, all right? You get the idea. Right, we plant the corn so we can then harvest it in July. 
I think the saying was something along the lines. My father will be able to correct me on this, like, you know, knee high by 4th of July is the, is the harvest of corn, sweet corn, if you plant it. He was always planting corn on the farm. Uh, so that's it, right? Plant the seeds so we can have the harvest tomorrow, all right? So really let that sink in. Understand that things we're doing today will help us and we can grow for tomorrow, all right? And again, Prime Day is a perfect example of this. Depending on when you're listening to this, okay? If you're listening to this when this airs, you've got right around a month, okay? Now, hopefully, you've already got inventory, okay? And we can kind of dig into this stuff right now because this wasn't a question that someone submitted. We're going to talk about the other couple of questions that were submitted. But this here is really important, and I want you to have enough time to kind of plan for it. Now, you might not have enough time to go order a whole, you know, a whole bunch more inventory, or maybe you got some more coming on the way, whatever, but you definitely want to check your inventory, and if you can get an order, if you need it, if you think you're going to do well, then you're going to want to make sure that you have it, all right? And, uh, and also, if you've already been selling for a full year, then you'll kind of have that to look at as well, all right? So definitely check your inventory, see where you are. If you don't know what it is, maybe what you'll do is then you'll go to some of your competitors that are selling something similar and then go look at, look at the history of those. Go to camelcamelcamel.com, free resource. Go to keepa.com, free resource. And look at the history, look at the BSR, see how, how the sales have spiked. Look at the pricing, right? Are you going to slightly raise your price or slightly lower your price? All right, you have to think about these things. Plan it. Remember, we're we're planting today so we can then, you know, harvest tomorrow. It's the same idea. Lightning deals. You know, you may or may not want to do these. Uh, I know in the past they've been very expensive on these days. So you have to weigh out is it worth the exposure? Is your product a lightning deal type product? All right? Start looking into this. Start seeing if you qualify, if you've been invited, right? And then you have to start thinking about that so you can be improved approved in time. All right, so lightning deals is another thing to think about, okay? If you have an, uh, an email list or a list of any kind, okay, let them know seven days early before the big day. Prepare them. Let them know that you're going to be having this sale or you're going to be having this discount, which, by the way, I think you should have a discount. I think everyone should have a few products that they have and discount them for those days, okay? And it doesn't have to be a ton. It could be $3 off. It could be $5 off. It could be 10%, 15%, 20%. Whatever it is, you want to have that uh, be in place. The other thing you might want to do is, is do your cross promotions within in your products. Make sure that those promotions are crossing back and forth with each other because the traffic that you get on one could then lead people over to your other. So that's why having multiple products is another good thing. All right. But again, if you have an email list, which you should, if you've been listening for any period of time, I've been stressing that, you should definitely have an email list. Uh, maybe you're building a, a Facebook page still. You can still let those people know. Not going to get a ton of reach. You might even want to ru start running some ads before and start doing a retargeting audience to those people on Prime Day or a few days before. Or maybe you want to start building one now. You have a few, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, in the middle of June, you still have some time. You can build an email list. You know, do a giveaway. If you guys have not went through our list building uh, training, free, by the way, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, all right? Go there, start building a list, let those people know, all right? Push some content out to those people, um, things that we've already talked about. You got to do this stuff so, again, we can plan for the day or for the event, all right? And then the other thing is, and a lot of people don't understand this, is you want to make sure that your sales are up right now 
so you have the best chance of ranking when the big day is here, right? A lot of people think, well, I'll just, I'll advertise then. Well, it's going to be a lot more expensive to do it then. Pay-per-click costs are going to go up then, and I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying you need to think about that. Why not drive sales now, whether that's through your email list, whether that's through a Facebook ad, whether that is uh, uh, running heavy on the pay-per-click side right now. You're again, you're planting the seeds today for tomorrow, right? To harvest that tomorrow. And basically what we're doing here is we're getting sales in. So we rank higher. If we rank higher, we'll get more eyeballs. We get more eyeballs, greater chance that we're going to sell some more stuff. Makes sense, right? So those are the main things. Your inventory, make sure that you have enough. Lightning deals, see if that if that uh, works for you or if you qualify even, okay? I'm not saying that you should do those. Sometimes they're anywhere between $300 to $500 in the past. You know, you got to weigh that out, okay? You might want to just take that money and put it into pay-per-click and drive traffic yourself and, and get more sales in the process without spending the three to 500. It's up to you, okay? Build a list if you don't already have one. If you do, let them know seven days early. And then I like to also do a little three-day, I call it a three-day profit push where we're going to email them three days in a row. I would email them the uh, probably like two days before, the day before, and then on the day. And then probably one more. I'd even do one more in this case. I would do one last one saying, reminder, you know, it's almost over. Go get it, right? Or you can just do one the day before, the one the day of, or the day on, and then from there, you would do another one. So that would be three if you don't want to get too aggressive with your list, okay? But that's what you want to do, okay? Those are the things that we need to think about for Prime Day, okay? Or any day. Okay, we're just using Prime Day as an example. If you're listening to this and Prime Day is long gone, then look at a new day that's coming up. Maybe you have a day that's coming up in holiday. Uh, maybe it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, whatever, uh, Teacher's Day, whatever it is. And you have products that pertain to that audience and that can you know sell more during that period of time. This is the stuff we need to be doing. All right? So take advantage of that stuff. And like I said, perfect example is we were, we were planning to build up our sales and our product line for six months before we headed into fourth quarter and the reward was $100,000 a month, okay? So that's what we're doing. We're planning now so this way here we can uh, we can take advantage of that later, all right? So with all that being said, I know that was a mouthful, but it's really important that you guys do this. So definitely, definitely do that, all right? So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and listen, all of us are gonna listen to the question uh, and then I'm gonna go ahead and give you my answer. The first one will be on Chinese sellers. This is a big, big topic and uh, I'll give you my thoughts on it after we listen to this question. So let's uh, let's do it. What do you say? Hey, Scott. Um, I got a question about a product that I put on Amazon about two years ago. It was, I think, my first private label product. Um, so I'm a uh, engineer, mechanical engineer by trade. And this was a product I found on Amazon that uh, I knew that I could uh, design. I have factories in China that I work with um, who design all sorts of parts for me. So I knew that this was something easy that I could uh, make a, a slight change to it, try to improve it a little bit and um, have it um, basically custom made for me. Um, it's not something that you would find, the product isn't something that you would find on Alibaba or anything like that. Um, so I, let's say I listed up like two years ago and uh, it was selling pretty good. Um, I think it was like maybe 300 a month um, and it's prime. And I actually introduced a new product that was a variation of that, that had an improved feature that um, I actually got from some of the feedback. And a 
So I have a different listing for that one, and that one's priced higher, and that one's selling okay. Um, but that original one, I still have it up there, and I haven't really paid much attention to it. It did. Um, I just the sales on it has just been going down and down and down over the months. And I figured, okay, well, maybe you know more people are interested in my higher priced one that has a better feature, so they just want that instead. Um, and maybe just like not many people are interested in this product anymore. It's just what I thought because now it's like selling like thirty a month, and I dropped the price really low just to even get it to to move. And I actually looked at it a little bit the other day, and it seems like. You know, there are other sellers selling a very similar product and they all look to be Chinese sellers. Um, and, you know, their their product listings are not that great. They don't have great photos. Their bullet points are pretty weak. Um, I've done some keyword research and pulled their keywords. Their keywords, uh, I mean, some of them are okay on some listings and other listings are just terrible. Um they have low reviews. Uh, I have the second highest number of reviews at 300, just over 300. Uh, the first guy who was the original guy who had this product just passed a thousand reviews. So, um, and their prices are actually a little bit higher than mine. I just kept lowering and lowering my price, um, hoping that it would do something. But still, um, it seems like people with less reviews, um, not as good of a listing, higher priced, and they're showing up uh, higher on the search results page and getting a lot more sales. You know, I would say they're these other listings are getting between 200 to 400 sales a month still, whereas mine dropped to 30. Um, I'm just kind of confused on what the heck, why would mine be dropping so low? I think I've got decent pictures, um, decent bullet points. So... Uh, it'd be great if you could uh, reach out to me and we could look at it and maybe see what's going on. It's kind of a big question mark for me. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So great question. A lot of, a uh, lot of things we need to discuss here, but I'm going to try to condense it down and uh, didn't leave your first name. So I can't call you out by your first name. Please guys, if you submit a question, just leave your first name. That's all I ask. And maybe where you're tuning in from, that would be kind of cool as well. So here's the deal. Number one thing I want to say is you launched a product about two years ago. It was doing pretty good. You kind of stepped back from it. You launched another product that was better than that product. And that product is doing better than the first product. Okay. So that's great, right? So you've improved a product. You made it better. It's higher priced. It's selling more. But now you're like, well, wait a minute though, but there's other people selling the lesser of my, my better product. Like you have, you have your own version, but you kind of let it go. You didn't do anything, right? They're getting more sales. So the thing that you have to understand is if they're getting more sales, they're going to rank higher. So you're not going to be even seen if you're on page two, three, or four, right? So unless you're on page one and they can see you, then they can't compare you. All right. So that's number one. We have to understand that. Yes, the Chinese sellers can come in and that's the other thing. We'll talk about that in a second, but, um, or, or anyone for that matter, doesn't even mean that it has to be a Chinese seller. And what we mean by that guys, um, is it's people that are, uh, are in China. They're working with manufacturers, um, or they work at a manufacturer and they, they start producing your product. And then they go, well, wait a minute, 
we can just sell it ourselves. We don't have to. I mean, we'll just compete with those guys and we'll undercut them. Let me just say something. It's happening. It's it, it's happening out there. All right. It's happened to us in the new brand and it's going to continue to happen. And it's pretty scary and it kind of stinks because, you know, you put all that work into it and it happens. But here's the other thing. If we're out there building a brand, like I've said time and time again, okay, there's so many other things that we're going to be able to do that they're not going to do. And just like this guy said here, and again, I wish I could call you by name, um, but you basically said they're not doing as good a job on the images. They're not doing as good a job on uh, the product itself. They're not doing a good job. They're not advertising, you don't even think. And if they are, it's not that good. So, you know, you're not you're really not up against a lot of competition because you could be doing all that other stuff, right? You have better pictures, but if your pictures aren't seen, how can someone make a decision? So my first thing would be, you got to drive sales. Lowering the price isn't necessarily going to do that. What you need to do is lower the price and go crazy with pay-per-click if, big, big word here, if you want to sell that product still. And if it makes sense, if the margins are right, if your higher priced one is doing well, then maybe you don't want to sell the other one that's competing with all of those other ones. Maybe what you're going to do is you're just going to push a whole bunch of sales and really focus and double down on that product and expand on that product. Maybe that's what you're going to do. So if you had a brand, if you, and maybe this product doesn't even lend itself to having a brand or an email list, like you said, it it might be a part for something or whatever. Maybe that doesn't, I, I don't, I would say that there's most every product you could probably find some way of communicating with that audience, or at least doing some type of outside traffic to push sales or a funnel or any of that stuff. But again, it would take a little bit of, uh, you know, thought to really think about like, how could you make it where that person that just bought this one thing needs a part, right? So it doesn't always work, but you definitely could ramp up, um, your pay-per-click for sure. All right. So personally, I think it's pretty obvious on what you need to do. Number one, you have to decide, is it worth you getting to front page? And if it is, then you have to say, I got to ramp up my pay-per-click and I got to get really good with that and and overspend maybe to get position, right? And if you get position and then you start to get those sales, people are going to see you. They're going to see your listing. They're going to see your reviews. They're going to see all that stuff. And then the other players are not going to even try, right? It's, It's like, they're going to be like, well, all right, we'll just launch another product because they have, you know, they have all these products at, at their disposal. So that's what I'd be doing. Um, the, the more expensive product that's doing 300, you said, I think ish, something like that a month, then I would really focus on that as well. Right. I would have that product and I would, I would continue to, you know, to, to sell that product and, and ramp that up. And again, if it lends itself to building an email list or building a brand around it, then I would be doing that for sure. Because then there's no way that they're really going to compete with that. They're not going to want to go through the effort. You guys realize what it takes to build a brand. It takes work. Right. And a lot of these, uh, you know, not even just Chinese sellers, just anyone that's in there just throwing up random products that doesn't want to do all the other work. You know, they're not they're not going to go through that because it's work. But if you put in the work and you figure out a way, like I've said before, figuring out how to get different traffic sources and how to build a funnel outside of Amazon, how to build an email list, how to do content marketing, how to do all of that stuff, the digital marketing side. And then it's really it's hard to compete with that. I mean, just to figure out Facebook ads and then retargeting and all of that stuff that goes into that to to figure that part out, right? So if you're willing to do the work, 
I believe you can beat the competition and it doesn't matter who it is. In this case, it's Chinese seller. Okay. Okay. So what? Right. So let's just go out there and just do what we can do with what we have. Don't just say, well, I put it up there and they're getting more sales and now I'm not being seen. Well, yeah, because they have more sales. So how are you going to get ranked? Get more sales. Like that's what we're going to do. All right. So it's pretty obvious to me. That's what I would do. Um, hopefully this has been helpful. I don't have all the details, but I have most of them. And I think from what I'm hearing, um, this is, this is where I would move and that this is what I would do, um, in this situation. So hopefully that was helpful to you or anyone else listening. That's, that's uh, dealing with this. And again, going back to any seller that's coming in as competition, not just the, you know, a Chinese seller, Chinese seller makes it a little bit harder because they can undercut you. Then that just means that you have to do better marketing and you have to have a better product period. All right. That's it. And better customer service. We all know they probably won't have good customer service, you know, because again, slamming up products, just slamming them up. All right. So I would just focus on those things. And I think, I think that will work. I don't think that, uh, you know, just, uh, trying to compete on price is going to do it because you can't be seen, right? You have to look at the whole picture. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to the next question. Actually, it's a couple questions in one uh, voicemail. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to this one here. I'll give you my answers and then we will wrap this baby up and you guys can get out there and uh, crush it. All right, let's, uh, let's listen. Hi, Scott. My name is Keith and I'm calling in from New York. Love the podcast and all the content you put out there to help the Amazon community. I have two questions about updating your Amazon seller name and creating a second Amazon account. Uh, first, I'd like to change my seller name to better reflect the products that I'm selling. Uh, do you know if changing your Amazon seller name has any impact on your ratings or performance history or anything that might have a negative effect on your account? Uh, and the second question is, I would like to create a second Amazon account. I've been selling a wide variety of products and brands over the past year or two. And one of my brands has been growing month over month and is far beyond the best products and brands that I'm selling. Uh, I would like to separate this brand out into its own Amazon account so I can be better positioned to try and sell my Amazon storefront down the road. Do you have any advice about opening up a second Amazon account for a situation like this? Should I use my current Amazon account for this brand so I can leverage my feedback and history and move all my other products to the new account? Or should I just start fresh with the new Amazon account for this brand of products? Thanks in advance for any advice you might have. And thanks again. Bye. Hey, Keith, thank you so much for the question. And it's a good one. And I like this. Here's the deal. Okay. Uh, you have a brand right now that you are selling. And I think you said, uh, you know, a variety of products and then, or I'm sorry, you were selling a variety of products, but now you're kind of narrowing in on one market. Okay. Which is great. And now because of that, you want to change the name of your seller's account. So this way here, it reflects what you're selling and your brand. Okay. That's exactly what I would do. I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't take those products now and move them or try to move them, which would be a hassle. Um, and I'm not even quite sure how you would do that without like starting from scratch. Um, but you already have momentum there, right? You already have history on the count. 
right? And a lot of people don't realize that when you have feedback and reviews and all of that stuff in that account and you have history, the account is seasoned, okay, is what we kind of call that. It has authority in a sense because you, you've been on and you've been proven, right, of, of how you conduct business. And that's what Amazon looks at. So if that is your main thing, like if that's your main brand that you want to then put some more muscle behind and, you know, really give it more attention, then that's what I would do. I have not heard, uh, I can't prove this, but I have not heard changing the name has any negative effect on your score or your, you know, your reach as far as your ranking, like any of that stuff, because the, the listings themselves are all pretty much staying intact. There's nothing changing there. And really you got to look at your listings themselves are kind of independent, but yet they're tied to your account or your seller's account. And really then your feedback is all kind of housed underneath your brand um, or, or your, your main seller's account. Now, if you were doing an open brand type thing, then that main brand would then encompass all of those other mini brands. And then you can name those whatever you wanted to, right? But what I think that you need to do or what I would do personally is I'd keep that. Like if that's the thing that's moving right now, that's the thing that's working and you want to start to shape that into its own brand and then maybe weed out those other products that you've been selling. Maybe you had an account that you were doing RA in the beginning, right? And now you're going to Stop doing the RA, but you're going to start focusing on one category that you kind of expose by doing RA, then that's what I would do. I wouldn't not use that account because you've done RA in the past. I personally don't think it matters. I think if anything, it gives your account, uh, you know, a little bit more uh, boost and, you know, a little bit more authority because you've already been selling. You've already got an account that season. So that's what I would do. The other one-off products that you want to do, yes, I would set up a brand new account Here's the deal. You have to contact them. And I've heard some people say that you don't have to. I have found that if you just reach out to them, they will usually say no, unless you have a really, really, really good uh, answer and or uh, reason. And uh, sometimes it's who you actually reach out to. I've found if you pick up the phone and you call someone, you'll get uh, you'll get a better answer. And generally it is yes, but you have to explain yourself. Why are you doing it? Well, I'm creating a brand over here and it's only going to be selling, you know, this type of stuff. But over here, this is going to be a variety of products. It's going to be more of a, it, it could be a different category or multiple categories or markets. Um, so you need to explain yourself or maybe you're starting one because this happens quite a bit. You're, you have a business uh, that you started and then your wife's going to start one, but you're under the same household. Then yes, you want to call and you want to get that stuff approved. So this way here, you are on record that you've been approved. The other thing is definitely get that in, uh, in writing, have them email you back saying that, yes, we agree. Um, you can have an account Now you are, when you have a new account, you are going to need some things. You're going to need another EIN number. Okay. Uh, which basically is your business number in a sense from the IRS. Uh, so you, not a, not a big deal. You I mean, it's not hard to get one of those pretty easy. Um, you probably should set up another LLC, uh, and again, you don't have to, it's what I would do. Uh, and then you're definitely going to need a checking account. Okay, because that's what they're going to tie the account to. Those are the main things. I would probably also set up a website, even if it was just two or three pages, to kind of have something there with a logo so you could present that if they asked for it. But it's you don't have to, um, but I probably would. Um, and that's really it. That's, that's really all that you need 
to set up that other account. So not a ton. It's going to take a little bit of work, but not much. Um, but again, I would be totally upfront with them and I would definitely get it in writing, um, you know, or like I said, in email. So this way here, you can keep that as a record that way, just in case something happens. Um, and then from there, I mean, you should be off and running. It shouldn't be any problem at all. I've had, I've had no problems. We've done it multiple times. Uh, people that I've worked with have done it multiple times. And every time it's, it's exactly what I just said. So as of right now, um, that's what it takes. Now, I can't say that that's not going to change in the future. Um, now, right now, trademark is a big deal, right? You don't need a trademark today, at least, you know, right now. You might in six months. I don't know. Um, but you don't need a trademark right now, but you do need a trademark to get brand registry 2.0, okay? Uh, but you don't need it to set up your business necessarily. That's really there to protect you and your brand. But who knows? They may make that another thing in the future that you have to have in order to have a seller's account. Don't know, okay? Things are always changing, uh, but it's definitely a good thing um, to have. One little side note, though, if you guys are out there and you're creating a brand name and you are thinking to yourself, like, I want to call it something, I want it to be cool, I want it to, you know, represent the brand, all of that stuff, definitely make sure that you check to make sure that the uh, that the uh, website address is available, that the domain is available, um, I see some people, they'll go out there, they'll get a name and they think it's awesome. And then they'll find out that it's already taken. So the domain is a big thing. You also might even want to do a, a really simple trademark search to make sure that if you are going to trademark it in the future, you're not going to have any problems. You can do a quick little search um, at, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, the irs.gov. I, I forget what the address is. You know what I'll do? I'll link it up in the show notes for you guys. And you can just go there and do a quick little search and it'll search the, the trademarks that are registered there. This way here, you got a little bit of a heads up. Up. You might even want to contact uh, an attorney or even LegalZoom to do a uh, maybe a light search on that if you're at all concerned. But definitely, when you're thinking about that name, make sure that that domain uh, is available. You go to you can go over to uh, GoDaddy.com and you can check it there. And uh, that's usually where I go whenever I'm thinking of names. I always go there, punch it in, and I see if it's available or not. All right. So just a little side tip. All right. So guys, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. A lot of stuff. Uh, it's crazy because I always, like I said in the past, I always kind of go into these things thinking I'm going to keep these short and they tend to go a little bit longer, but I'm, I'm still going to try to make them go shorter. But, uh, if I got something to say, I'm going to say it. I want to definitely make sure that I'm covering everything to help you guys. Now, if you guys are brand new and maybe you're listening to, to this for the first time, uh, you, you definitely can go over and check out, uh, all of the episodes that we've published on the blog over at the amazing uh, right there. Just go there. There's a little search bar. You can search any topics there. If you guys are just starting and you want to figure out a market and products that you can sell to that market, then I would recommend heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. And that is our training where I walk you through a real example of myself and Chris Schaefer identifying a market and really building the foundation of what will become a brand and moving into the future of e-commerce, this is really, really important. And this will work for you on Amazon and off of Amazon. But we really need to make sure that that foundation is set and it's solid and we have a, a really good plan moving forward. That training does exactly that. So definitely check that out if you're interested, theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right, guys. So show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 529. And if you want to ask a question, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. Love to hear from you. Just include that first name. All right, so guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take 
action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.